I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about relationships. What is the rush? What is the rush? It's really important that when you first start dating somebody, you kind of process things and not jump in too quickly. And many people have a tendency to jump into a relationship with somebody that they barely know. I mean, here's, here's the thing, Margaret. If you got a new job mm -hmm. and you started working there for three months, mm -hmm. how well would you really say you knew your boss? Not very well. Not very well, right? right? Yet, if you start dating somebody for two or three months, you're quick to say, I love you. Well, you don't know them very well either. Well, probably my boss didn't provoke those love loving, warm, fuzzy hormones either. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of my last bus. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but, you know, nature makes us drunk. We did this, we did a, a video on this before. Nature makes us drunk when we think we're in a position to fall in love. And we have all those warm, fuzzy hormones, oxytocin, what's the other Dopamine, one? Dopamine. Serotonin. Yes, all those happy hormones. Endorphins. Yes. And, uh, Adrenaline. So, yeah, all those all happy juices get together and make us feel absolutely intoxicated. And besides, we only used to live to 30 back mm -hmm. there and at 1.25, so I guess we didn't have much time to spare. Yeah. But we live much longer now and it's a much more complicated world. Yeah. And even though our chemistry is going to tell us to rush along and procreate, which is its job, mm -hmm. uh, we are best advised to slow down a bit. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that today yeah. because if you go back and you re revisit your relationship history, think about how quickly did you tend to jump into a committed relationship yeah. and give up your exclusivity and ability to date other people because that says something about you because you're telling the other person, I find you so valuable that I've decided I'm not going to see anybody else. Well, if you don't really know somebody, that's kind of telling this person that you really don't think very highly of yourself because you're quick to give your value away to somebody that you don't really know. Right. And chances are that if you are doing that or you've had a history of doing that, you probably have an insecure attachment style. Yes. Now, even avoidance will rush into relationships. Yes. And that can confuse people because you think, well, they're avoidant. Well, they also f have those overwhelming feelings of lust and all of those unmet needs as well. Lust, infatuation, all those hormones and things that absolutely blind us. And then you often, so often hear, and we felt like God wanted us to be together or we never would have met in that really strange way. And um, we both like the same kind of tea and nobody on earth likes the same kind of tea mm -hmm. and, and on it goes. There are always little signs and it's totally intoxicating. And but. I have found that avoidance, in my experience, mm -hmm. 
tend to be very uh, strong sexually. Mm -hmm. They come on very strong and they are quick to uh, want to get into a relationship with you too. Yeah. And for the anxious person, that's like, oh, yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know he's going to be avoidant in the next stage of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's unhealthy. We, we are acting unhealthy because we don't know what like a more safe, secure love feels like. And we're so quick to be afraid that this person will leave us right. or we'll never find somebody like that again that we want to lock them down. And if we're a normal human being, hardwired to attach, and hardwired to have abandonment fears, it's very easy to want to hold on to this person that you feel so good about right away. Absolutely. Is it a good idea? No. Is there anything logical about the early stages of love? No. 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 Okay. So we're going to look at five questions, right? Right. Five questions to consider, to ask yourself when you're looking at whether or not you should get into a committed relationship or tell that other person that you love them. Okay? So before these three magic little words escape your lips, you want to have asked yourself, one, what makes this relationship different from other times I may have thought it was love? Mm -hmm. If the first question is difficult to answer, take your time, or at least more time, before you say the three little words. Ask that question again. Okay. What makes this relationship different from other ones where I thought it was love? That's right. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, and that's a very profound question, and if you can't answer it and answer it pretty quickly, um, then you need to ask yourself again. Absolutely. Yeah. We okay. have so much in common, you know, we like the same kind of tea. There are all kinds of answers. This person is very question. thoughtful. Yeah. This person seems to care about others. Yeah. yeah. There have to be some good, solid reasons why you think it's different this time. Mm -hmm. And you can think of all the questions, you know, that, that the advisors in your life have put to you. And, you know, use that experience to ask yourself this question. Okay. Is our relationship developed enough to handle the expectations associated with love. Once you say I love you, you are making a huge commitment of time and care in your relationship before sharing your feelings. Okay. Make sure that you are in a good place where you can give yourself to your partner fully. Okay? Okay. So the second question is, is our relationship developed enough to handle the expectations associated with love. Right. That's a heavy question. Yes, it is. Am I going to be willing to be there when you're sick, when you're sad, when you're hurting, when you're broke, you know, um, when you're weary? <laughs> it's interesting because we just kind of call everything love. Right. When really, this in early on, it's lust. Yep. More than anything. And infatuation because we all have fantasies and you know, you look you look your partner's the most wonderful person in the world and of course he or she can fulfill your your fantasies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, telling your partner you love him or her only to realize later that you aren't ready or willing to act like it and oh. it will not end well. 
So be sure you can mean it. Absolutely. Okay? Um, it's a major commitment. And if you really stop to think about it, over a lifetime, um, you may be infatuated with many people. You might even love them a little. But to really love somebody, it's not going to be that many people. You know how they say you can count your true friends on one hand. The people you really love, you're lucky if you're involved half your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? How will I feel if they are not ready to say it back? So, you got to think about that. You really have to think about How are that. you going to feel if you tell somebody, I love you, and they're like, whoa, I have a yeah, really good time with you, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Expressing these feelings for someone puts you in a super vulnerable position. And it could if very easily that. scare the other person. Sure. And it, can, and it puts you in a vulnerable position because you've now given them to, the power to kind of devastate you mm -hmm. if they can't say they feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Um, take yourself through how you would respond if your partner isn't ready to return this sentiment. Yeah. If the thought of them not reciprocating would be devastating to you, then it would be a good idea to hold off a bit. And let them say it first. Yeah, I was going to say, under any circumstances, let them say it first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but in that rush of oxytocin, oxytocin is the, the warm, fuzzy fear uh, hormone that makes mothers love children. Okay? It's very powerful. Yeah. So you might feel like saying it before it's really a good time to do that. Okay. And they're saying, don't say it lightly. Don't say it when you don't mean it. Yeah. I think people do that all the I time. I think they do too. And then I hear, but he said he loved me, and then when I needed him, he wasn't there. She said she loved me, but when I was sick, she didn't come. All right? Yeah. Is it possible that your feelings are more along the lines of infatuation? You'll fulfill all my fantasies, or lust. Yeah. You know, this person is sexually attractive, about. and that has its own set of hormones to make it even worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Lust and infatuation can sometimes feel unbelievably like love. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Tom Cruise at Oprah's. <laughs> yes, right, right. Yeah. Can you easily think of several tangible things you love about this person and their personality and why? And I will often say to people, what makes you so crazy about this person? And sometimes there's a long pause and almost no answer then what are you doing? Okay? These things should be completely unrelated to the surface level stuff. Like, he's handsome and he has money. Mm -hmm. Or she's gorgeous. And the old song that said, and plus, you have a brand new car. Right? Mm-hmm. Alright? Okay. Now here's the really hardest one. Have I been 100% honest with this person. Whoa! Yeah. There's a really you big better one. think about that one. Yeah, you better. Have you been a hundred percent honest with this person? Honesty. Not many of you can probably say you have, right? Hiding little things here yeah, and there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't really finish paying off those student loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honesty and trust are the two most important aspects of a truly loving relationship. And that's on a grown-up level. 
And I think part of that is being honest with yourself, too. Absolutely. Which is why it's the hardest question. Because I think a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. That's right. If you have kept anything back, then this could be a sign that honesty and trust are not yet fully there. Saying I love you while simultaneously hiding things might mean that you're not being 100% honest with yourself mm -hmm. either, as you just said. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just gave some examples, threw in some examples here. I've been married before. Oh, did I forget to mention that? And you, people do that. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you I was married? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. No, and, you didn't. And that I pay child support every month, and that's going to affect our financial life, yeah, mm -hmm. until the kids are 18. I'm kind of pretty far in debt, but I'm working on it. I've been treated twice for drugs and alcohol. I literally came across that a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I went to see this doctor once, and he said I had something called bipolar disorder, but I never took the pills. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I served time for two years when I was younger, but what happened was not my fault. Okay. Never is. No. My divorce isn't quite final, but almost. Have you filed it yet? No. But I've thought about it. Thought about it. <laughs> so there are many, many areas where, I mean, I have a quick temper. Um, I get depressed every three months. I love anchovies. We talked about anchovies last week, too. <laughs> That's right. Um, and liverwurst and other god-awful things that most people don't like. Yeah. Um, and I play Mozart 24-7. Um, or I play heavy metal 24-7, mm -hmm. really loud. Yeah. So there are all these kinds of things. But once you say, I love you, that's serious, grown-up business. Yeah. yeah. You really need to think about it. Yes, you Because do. if you don't, you're going to wind up getting hurt. They're going to wind up getting hurt. And other people, maybe children or family or friends, they're all going to wind up getting hurt right. because you didn't act like an adult, you didn't deal with things, right. and you didn't lay a foundation right. based on honesty and trust and right. taking your time. Particularly, you know, oftentimes we talk with people who are uh, ending a first marriage maybe and going into a second. Both of you have children. Both of you have child support issues and spouses that you're going to have to deal with around visitation. Mm -hmm. And that's an awful lot of stuff to work on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that really can't be blocked out for a really long time by oxytocin and its little friends. Yeah. yeah. So you got to think about something as important as love before and a commitment before you just jump into it because it feels good. Right. There's more to it than it feeling good. Yeah. I mean, you're going to hurt somebody or yourself and you want to look at your attachment and your ability to attach to others in a healthy way. And if you see that you rush into relationships, say to yourself, I got to take this slower and I got to get to know this person. Because if you do, the relationship's going to be a lot more likely to last if you do it healthy from the get-go. Absolutely. And built on a solid foundation of honesty. Um... So even if your ex does come back around again, you're watching this video because you're trying to get an ex mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. don't be so quick to just try and lock them down. No. Because if you rush these kind of things, it could just wind up pushing them away. 
And, you know, you kind of say to yourself, consciously or unconsciously, I don't want this person to ever leave me. So I want to lock them down and get a commitment as soon as I can. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Don't yep. do it. Take your uh, time. And one of the other things I always say to people is, the minimum you should know somebody before you thinking about before you think about making a commitment is one year. Yeah. Go through the whole cycle of holidays, birthdays, um, anniversaries of deaths, anniversaries of all kinds. There are people who get, for whatever reason, get depressed in the fall, who get depressed in the spring, mm -hmm. who get depressed at Christmas time. There are all kinds of anniversaries that people may not be aware of or not. Yep. But see the whole yearly cycle with someone before you say, Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, good video, a lot to think about, yeah. and hopefully it can put you on a better track if you get into a new relationship or reattract your ex, either or it works in both situations. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, remember to, just on a plain old practical level, once you say I love you, that other person, if they want to, can misuse that. Yeah, they can. And if you don't know that person, that well, you're putting yourself at risk. Yeah. Alright, so if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching or I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also doing Skype coaching now. Yes, and many of you have signed up and I'm very happy about that and I'm very happy to talk with you. All you have to do is when you go to my website, click on Margaret at the top and it'll show you how to sign up for a coaching with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me to get professional help on your situation. Go to askcraig.net to sign up for a personal coaching with me.